and you've done an amazing project. So let's start one by one. Uh, let's start with the co-working spaces. Um, I did a conference speech uh, at an architecture conference in Mexico where I spoke about the negative effect of open spaces and that pre-corona, we spend majority of our lives in office spaces with lots of unbalanced noises that you're explaining, which in long term that a lot of people actually not talking about is it has mm -hmm. negative effect on well-being. Yeah. And we, we, what, what we do is that we learn to just uh, close it, you know, but actually is affecting us negatively. And it is a correlation between office noise and stress levels. Yeah. So I'm interested for you to talk, tell us about your sound architect process when you're working with co-working spaces and mm -hmm. please share examples. For example, what is yeah. the need, the outcome, and most importantly, yeah. once you've designed it, what is the effect of your design? Mm -hmm. Well, I think the first thing uh, is that to remember that people are uh, different mm -hmm. um, we're different as personalities and then we can also be different. We have different needs depending on uh, how do I feel today. Mm -hmm. So some people are always uh, better focused when they are around a lot of sound. They don't they don't have a problem with music going on they might even be more happy to be in a cafe working uh, with a little bit of noise and interaction with other people. Some people cannot focus on that at all. Uh, they need to be by themselves, should be quiet so they can focus. So the first thing when it comes to a co-working like an open office area is to remember that, okay, all the people that's gonna be here, uh, they are different. Uh, so you need to create a um, good sound environment for all the types of personalities. Uh, because if I'm having like one task where I'm gonna be like very uh, creative, for an example, maybe I want to be in an environment with a little bit more of sound. Mm. Uh, I'm not, I don't necessarily talk with other people, but I'm, I'm totally comfortable with other people talking or there might be some sort of music going on. Uh, four hours later, I'm doing something else where I need to be totally focused. Mm -hmm. So uh, in, in a open office spaces or co-working, um, I would recommend to have all of it. You can build uh, environments where you have during lounge areas, um, coffee machines and those kind of things. Uh, you can actually allowed it, it, it to be maybe with lounge music or something with with sounds going on. And then um, if you have like a line, uh, this is like a lot of sound. And then in the end, no sound at all. Mm -hmm. Because we as humans, we, we learn immediately where to find certain things because that is how we function. Uh, then, because if you do that, uh, then you did one thing that I think is totally necessary. You give people an opportunity to choose where am I gonna be today? I'm gonna be there or there or in the middle. What is my task today? How do I feel today? Mm. Uh, if, you, if you do that, then, then you gave people the opportunity and you also uh, do something that are masking in the same time. Uh, when it comes to f uh, flex offices, where there's like a lot of a um, lot of people may be working very focused. 
you need to put in some sort of sound masking because otherwise people are going to hear like everything mm. and if you get interrupted with when you're uh, focused it might take you up to 15 minutes to get that focus back again so if you're interrupted 10 times a day there is like a hell of a lot of 15 minutes going on mm. uh, so you need maybe to do like both designed uh, designed sounds and then masking sounds uh, and combine them in a nice way so people uh, can choose and then of course um, you need also when you build an office like that think about like should i put the coffee machines nearby the the quiet area no you should not <laughs> because we are we love our coffee and we are talking we're having in the small talks around the coffee so if there's like a person five meters away it's not going to be a quiet area no so you also need to 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 figure out where you're going to place certain things because I, I think it's sad when you when you come into open office area and you see people working with the headphones on they have noise cancelling on or they play some music uh, I think the whole point of open offices are gone because an open office area is a lot about us integrating with each other. Mm. So, uh, yeah. C can you give us an example of a client that you've worked with? Yeah, we've been doing uh, uh, two big offices, one in Gothenburg and a huge one uh, that we launched now in December for Vasa Kronan. Mm. Uh, and Vasa Kronan has um, in, in Stockholm, there is, it's called um, Arena Sariel, which is four levels. Uh, so I think in total is 22,000 square meter. And the top floor is uh, Vasa Kronan's headquarter and the three other floors are co-working. And uh, so what we brought in there is um, uh, a lot of sounds. Uh, in open areas where people are allowed to integrate, we have music, uh, we have special like uh, surprise sounds uh, when you go to the bathroom, <laughs> because that is also a thing that offices today have bathroom in the in the working space, mm. which means that you you just leave your 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 chair and you go maybe two three meters to to the to the bathroom, and there is like not really good privacy in there. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you bring in sound, you create the privacy for people to actually be private when they go to the bathroom. Uh, so we have like different uh, bathrooms with one is playing discos, one is playing tropical sound and so on. And then uh, we built in, um, they have open uh, fire plates uh, in, in, um, in, not in every level, but I think in two or three levels where we put in locally sounds from an open fire because okay. of course the open fires to have are are not like really they're not functional they're just there for, for the visual and yeah, then but they are the like and when you put yeah and when you bring the sound into that you can actually uh, feel that you're getting warmer mm, yeah because that is also psychology yeah and yeah. Um, and then we have a, a, a lot of uh, transportation sounds in, in, um, in, in open areas. We have, well, there's a lot of playful sounds, but it's also a lot of function sounds. So um, there is soundscaping, there is sound masking, and there is sound design. And mm -hmm. we, we have to bring it in together. So the, 
you shouldn't feel like okay i'm in a lot of sound now oh god i'm in no sound at all it has to be seamless mm -hmm. and good in in that environment good i think good quality sound design is when it's a part of everything the sound is uh, is visual is going hand in hand uh, with the visual and the concept and the brand mm -hmm. and you shouldn't think so much about it but if you enter one morning or any time on the day and the sound is out you should feel immediately there's something is missing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you should in one way good good quality sound design and sound environment you should take it for granted yeah you should yeah. think about it well they but do say that, that that a great sound or when it when it's integrated so well with the visual that you actually don't realize it yeah right then you're spot on then you're spot on yeah and yeah. talking about the toilet my, my, i had an experience uh when i was at a, a russian restaurant i was behind the base um that when you went to the toilet it was teaching you russia <laughs> and, okay. and i was pretty young i think i was 21 and i'm like okay but i'm yeah. not interested in learn russian yeah. but it's so boring to go to the toilet yeah. so it became a fun thing of going back to the table and like oh i learned these two words and yeah. it becomes a conversation yeah. was that maybe in uh, united spaces could have been or they called yeah. Kobege or something that was this yeah. restaurant in the corner okay yeah uh, up there and and then i figured out wow it's it's just like a, a space that people forget about that yeah. you can create amazing gives, stuff yeah and you just in in that point you're giving someone something funny yeah and something that you actually quite many years after still remember and talking about yeah and when i lived in barcelona yeah. i was at a club and then when when you go into the uh, uh, the bathroom, there was a woman yeah. DJ there, and oh, I, I never forget yeah. about it. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so no, those... because with sound, yeah, I think even in a, in an open office area, you could have playful things going on, but you need to to have them quite focused on just a small area. Then, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. in Stockholm yeah. for Valsakrona, we ha they have like a big um, uh, tassel. It's mm. like an oversized tassel that is in an area where people are getting together and also an area if they want to have like uh, after work or, or a, a speech or something. Mm. It's a, like a really big, nice lounge area. Mm. We brought in this huge tassel. So if you want to have people's attention, you pull the tassel and there is like a sound. It's not only one. There's like we're shuffling the sound so you never know exactly what sound is coming. Mm. And and it's just like a funny thing that make people go like, yeah, to have a good laugh and like, why is that tassel there? Yeah, why not? Well, it brings the experience, right? It's like almost bringing the gaming and and brands can use it to to create memorable memorable experiences in yeah. their spaces. Yeah. Now I'm interested to know with the new now, uh, with the effect of the pandemic, when people are mostly working from home, yeah. how will offices be shaped in the future and how can sound design help to improve this new environment? I think that when, when we are going back to whatever the new normal is, uh, I think there's going to be a huge market for co-working and uh, open offices. Hmm. I think it's going to 
um, I think it's going to increase. Um, and in that point, I also think it's extremely important that the owner of the office uh, taking care of not only the sound environment, the, the environment in total, uh, people don't want to be behind big uh, screens like hiding. Um, we, I think we, we want to meet again, you know what I mean? We, we've been in our own corners working from home or whatever. We, need to, we, we are longing to integrate, uh, to see each other, to have those sort of meetings going on again. So uh, in that point, I think to take care of your sound environment uh, is going to be even more uh, important. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think to have, um, to have the function that people can choose, like, do I want to be in a busy uh, area or do I want to be in a quiet area or in between, it's going to be necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, so we will meet. <laughs> We, we will start to integrate with each other, but we still have to work. Mm. Uh, mm. We still have to function. So uh, I think it, it is important then if I'm coming in in the morning and I want to integrate with other people, there is, would be a social area for me to do that, mm. where I'm allowed to talk and there is sound going on. And then when I'm done with that, I might be, I might stay there to work, or maybe I need to have that sort of a focus but then I could go away to another area uh, where I have the sound masking function. I can focus. Uh, and with sound masking, I don't mean white noise. I mean good um, for us humans uh, sound masking. Yeah, yeah. Which will be combined to the nature in somehow. Yeah, the, the, as you say, if you wanted people to stay longer, it's also important to create that environment. And a lot of places when they're not working with the sound design, it actually does the opposite. It, it, it like drags a lot of energy out of you yeah. Yeah. Um, and you f find that you haven't done proper work. Yeah.